it's rain season. We are live. We are live. What's good, fellas? How you doing? Okay. Okay. We good. We good. Good. Big cap in the house. Big cap in the house. You already know. Big cap NBS. Right, right. Man, we got to talk about this Travis Scott shit, bro. Yeah, okay. that shit was we wild. Started, started, we start. We start there. Off, bro, started off this. We've had so, talks about this. So, 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 where y'all? How y'all feel about outside of the the shit, man? You talked about on the phone, like right, the satanic right. shit and all that. We'll get into that. I want to talk about the mm. actual John first. Mm-hmm. How, what do y'all feel? Do y'all think Travis Scott should be canceled? Do y'all think Travis Scott is a hundred percent at fault? Like, just your complete thoughts on the situation. I feel yeah, like you you, you can't just hold him at fault. <laughs> You really can't. It's just like it's a whole your whole team is nutty. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it's oh, just so like you think your, he's in the wrong. They're in the wrong. Huh? It's just like yeah, the way they handled it, like your whole mm. team and shit. It's just like it was just totally trash. See, my thing is though, I'm looking at it from the perspective like you got a motherfucker whose concert and his whole ambiance like revolves around drug culture. Right. Like, you got a whole bunch of people there on fucking drugs. So my first question is, why is your 14 year old kid at a Travis Scott concert? Very, that's a very good point. I, I've heard a lot of people talk about that too. And like, like even with like his, it's wild. Like he was the youngest who died, right? I think so. Yeah, I heard the youngest was a ten year old. Why? It's, why? Yeah, why? the ten year old yeah. was. I heard he was in critical condition. Okay. All right, yeah. Okay. But my question, why? But why is your why is your ten year old kid like? My thing is all this shit going on with kids in the mosh and the whole, right, at least when, put that nigga the crowd, in the stands or when, something. When the crowd is that big. The whole thing is an uncontrollable mosh. I wouldn't even say it. I wouldn't blame it on the parent. Like, yo, you brought them to the mosh. It's like when the crowd is that big. When I've I've been in smaller concerts. When somebody is in front of you, or excuse me, behind you, they lean forward and just push, and you fall forward and push. It's it's just a mass effect. I done lost glasses. I done fell <laughs> down. I lost a pair of glasses in the concert because the uh, uh, that kick gone. It's just gone. I've like been in crowds where the dude is like, all right, yo, the whole crowd split. Y'all to the left. Y'all to the right. Split this bitch the fuck up. Let's go. Oh, I'm, I apologize. No, I was saying. No, you good. You good. You good. my language. And then literally both sides run into each other, crash, super mosh, literally tackling each other. There are guys that stand in the center ready to be collided into. It's a culture of that, but it's only so much control you have in those situations. And that's what I'm saying. And I feel like you got a lot of people that don't go to concerts, and mm-hmm. especially like Travis Scott's concerts are known for being those types of concerts. But yeah, <laughs> it's lit. But, <laughs> so it's like niggas wild. Yeah, now now you guys want to now you want to say I don't think something should be said about it regardless. Because like yeah. my thing is like 
my thing is like you've had concerts like these forever. Like you had like people for like people make Woodstock out to be this great thing. Nigga, Woodstock was a worse was worse than Ash wow. the, the Astro World shit. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like they're trying to. That's where I like and people get mad at me for this. And I feel like y'all know me well enough. I usually don't pull like the race bait and card shit. Right, right, right. I feel like there's some race shit behind this, John. Honestly, I'm gonna be completely honest. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of white people that's talking heavy on Travis Scott right now yeah. because they think he represents certain things. And it's like, all right, that's kind of weird. You guys never said this about Ozzy Osbourne and um, and Iron oh, Maiden. Yeah. Y'all niggas never said this shit about Woodstock. Y'all glorify Woodstock. Mm-hmm. Like, all these other concerts with white people, they were at Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam, oh, like, I literally read an article about, like, a list of, like, con- concerts that basically went to shit. Pearl Jam was on there. They just performed at fucking Obama's birthday. Mm. <laughs> Remember the Woodstock 99? Nah, I never heard of that. That, like, they tried to redo Woodstock, and it was a, like terrible thing I, I forget what it was but people were throwing around trash and like there was shit on fire like it, it, it was wild they went crazy and, and then just outside of yeah, and outside <laughs> of um, just concerts and shit like you had people like dog we witnessed when the Eagles won the Super Bowl they fucking destroyed Philadelphia oh yeah I, I don't niggas flipping cars yeah, lampposts mm-hmm. I don't want to hear shit from white people about any of that type of shit honestly for real for real yeah. I don't want to hear none of that shit Cause I feel like it's, and when I say like a racial aspect, more so hip hop. I feel like you're starting to see this demonization of hip hop. You kind of right. saw it with like the conservative, more right leaning, like the Ben Shapiro shitting on Cardi B. Where I'm like, if you're Ben Shapiro, why are you talking about Cardi B? Right. Whatever though, that's a whole other <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, Candace Owens talking about Cardi B and all all this shit. But they love niggas. They love niggas. These rap artists like Kanye when yeah. you start talking the shit that goes with them. But it's out, not even just to go into the politics. They're picking sides. Yeah, but it's about hip-hop in general. They try to paint hip-hop based upon how white people has programmed hip-hop to be. And I know we kind of jumped to kind of... Yeah. But I feel like this is kind of, this kind of goes with it because now I feel like you're starting to see this like old-school like Reagan-era demonization of hip-hop and shit. Like, and it's, it's very weird to see because it's like... People people try to paint hip hop like it's Travis Scott, Cardi yeah. B. When it's like when you look at the top selling artists, they're top selling artists. But you got the Kendricks, the Coles, the mm-hmm. Drakes, the Holes. Even I was I would put Kanye in there. He just dropped a fucking gospel album. How many records did he sell? That's what I'm saying. They never talk about the positive yeah. shit within hip hop. It's different though, because when you bring up the the Kendricks and the Coles and the Holes, that's more of a a culture thing than it is mm-hmm. a success thing. Whether, like, culture versus pop culture. Like, if I say culture, I'm talking about hip-hop. If I say pop culture, I'm talking Fortnite concerts. Okay, okay, okay. So it's like... But even that, I don't know. Because hip-hop, that's my problem with hip-hop, though. I feel like niggas should be embracing. Like, why can't we have... Even though, it's it's funny as shit, I'm bringing his name up. He was just the first hip-hop nigga I came to mind. Talib Kweli, because me and him have been beefing beefing on Instagram, bro. That's some shit, dog. What? No, he straight up, he thinks I'm like like a white maggot Trump supporter. He, He literally called me a maggot. And I'm like... Wow. Bro, what are you talking? And he called me a white supremacist. Yo. I'm like, all right. Wow. <laughs> all right. And I didn't tell him I was black because I don't like. I'm like, all right. This shows how dumb you are. You sound like a fucking idiot right now. But bro, but I like Talib though. Damn. But why can't we have a tw- Talib Kweli fucking um Fortnite concert? Why can't we have a Wu Tang Clan? You know, niggas not doing that shit. But they, pop culture don't want it. But they do. I dog. I'm telling you right now. Wu Tang Clan was to have a Fortnite concert. You would have a whole bunch of low ass kids watching that shit, bro. Bruh. Does Wu Tang want to do a Fortnite concert? I think they would. I think they would. Y'all acting like 
they actually have to be there to do the Fortnite concert. That's what I'm it's saying. It's literally just somebody pays or somebody is getting paid to make some 3D animated avatar like segment thing and your song just plays. It's like you, you don't even got to be there. You just got to give consent for them to use your likeness. True. Use your music. That's it. I don't know. And like, and like I said, I, like, I don't know the complete business aspects behind it. But just to go back to the like get back on track. I know I took us to a whole number. Yeah, yeah. The Astro World shit. Like I just feel like the Astro World situation is being used as like kind of like a combative thing to attack hip hop right now, and it's like it's very weird because it's like hip hop is in a weird place where like it's rock at its I feel like at its peak when you had so many you were like for every fucking Nirvana you had like I don't know like um I'm drawing a blank on her name Metallica you feel okay. me like you have and I think you're gonna be shocked by me saying this but. The shitty artists like Nirvana, and then you had the purists fucking with people like Metallica. Oh, Let's be real, bro. Like Nirvana was trash, bro. Nirvana was trash, dog. I, I still like some of their songs, you, you but wild boy, you a wild boy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. Yo, your face was funny as like, shit. And he, like, I feel like he shot because I was the nigga. He put me on a Nirvana. Actually, no, you didn't. I was in a Nirvana before you, but he reinvigorated my life for Nirvana when I uh, started fucking with him and playing guitar and shit. But as I started like looking more into guitar, listening to the Hendrix, listening to um, you talking about uh, technically skilled and being innovative opposed to yeah, actually but, just being good music. Simple. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. There's a difference between Trippy Red and J. Cole. Just like there's a difference sure. between Nirvana and Metallica. <laughs> like yeah. it's obvious that you can see the well, difference. Nirvana's Trippy Red. It's a difference between exactly. different and yeah. trash. It's it's a difference between saying different and trash. And I wouldn't even say Trippy Red is trash because I actually like some of Trippy Red's music, but that's just me personally. But yeah. Um but like I was saying, like I feel like you're seeing this attack on hip-hop and it's weird like hip-hop's in a weird space because there is a lot of fuck shit you can point out there is a lot of bad influences you know like the cardi b's the meg the stallions but you never see the people attacking hip-hop raise up rhapsody you never see them raising right. up raising up you know raising up different artists um my son you never see why like why do you guys specifically choose to point out the negativity and then with the travis scott shit i feel like that just took it at an all-time high so see Oh, what about yeah. these needles, though? Did you hear that? So I heard that was fake. I heard the, the so the, as far as of right now, the security said they they that was a lie. They didn't get pricked. Now I haven't seen anything about like the people that said you know the regular concert goers mm -hmm. saying they got pricked, but the security said that was a lie. They didn't get pricked. Like no no Astro World security people had got pricked with a needle. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I heard. I, I forget where exactly I heard it because. I watch a lot of podcasts or listen to a lot of podcasts, I should say, and this has been one of the hot topics, so yeah. I've heard so many different takes on it, people bringing up information, whatever. Uh, it might have been, like, Brilliant Idiots or fl Flagrant 2. Flagrant 2, probably. One, one of those, but somebody has said um, there was a, a police officer that had said he was pricked. And then, Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, and then I also heard people were talking about like fentanyl being like part of the problem, and then um there was an argument. These niggas off the Fetty? Well, they were pricking people with fentanyl. Supposedly, oh, they off the Fetty. That's why they went and got Fetty, bro. But then um, <laughs> there was a, but peep, but peep. There there was another uh, another podcast I listened to where a dude had spoken to a police officer because they were saying, well. To get injected with fentanyl, it, it, you would have to, like, put the needle in and squeeze and do X, Y, and Z. So people were saying, oh, well, no, nah, it couldn't have been that. But then um, one of the dudes on the podcast I was listening to had spoke to a police officer and found out 
that you don't even need to inject somebody with fentanyl. It can like it, it touches your skin and can get into your system. Like there have been cases of police officers who have like been around fentanyl, got it on their clothes, washed it, and then later the shit was still on their clothes, got into their system. Damn. So if somebody just had a glove on with some fence. Damn. So it's, Smack him. It's not saying that that's likely to have happened, but just because people are saying, oh, the pricking thing wasn't true, even if people weren't getting pricked, they could still. They could still okay, okay, like, okay. That still could have played that's a part. That's wild, bro. That's wild. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people reporting these stories don't know and know. You got a lot of like the most, like, I think it's like, I forgot what the exact statistic was. I think it was floating around somewhere like between 75 and 80% of people get their fucking news from like Facebook and shit. Oh, yeah. So it's like, that's facts. Not the most reliable sources on Facebook, regardless of whether it's from just random niggas or from CNN. You know, I talk about that on my political channel. Like, you can't trust anybody. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to fact check everything mm-hmm. yourself. But the the Astro World, because it's like, look, I what I my whole perspective is like, I definitely feel like Travis Scott has some shoulder to blame. But even I just saw something. I was reading something today where they were talking about legally, all them cases might get thrown out against him, or he might beat the cases. Because the the um the the burden of the show to be stopped lies on the shoulders of the show runners, the people like the producers of the show, basically not Travis Scott. Mm. So Travis Scott could beat the case. <laughs> Straight up. But who's in charge? Like, That's why I don't know. But basically the basically the article team. the article I read no, it wasn't his team though. Somebody I guess that they hired like so not You hired them though. Yeah, but the point is that it's their response, like they're accountable. So I'm assuming like for them to sign that contract, I'm going to be the producer of the show, this, that, and the third. That's probably in their contract somewhere. Like you'll be held okay. liable to X, Y, like. It's, well, ki- it's kind of hard to expect a nigga to stop a show while he performing. Like he in the middle of his set, it's a bunch of people. He not really there. Mm-hmm. But it's like they watching, they monitoring shit. Like I was like, so, you know, I was even watching CNN was covering it. Like my cousin had the news on and shit and everything. They were trying to paint Drake out like he was some rager or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, I'm like, I'm like, what? Drake? Yeah, I heard, I heard Drake. Drake. They, Drake? they had him release a statement on it. That shit was weird, bro. I'm like, y'all, y'all got really like the news really be reaching, bro. But that's what it is. I feel like you're gonna start like. Especially, like, just the political wins and shit like that. You're going to start seeing, like, a lot of these, like, especially hip-hop. Hip-hop specifically is going to start getting attacked a lot. Mm-hmm. And there's some justifiable reasons to attack hip-hop, definitely. But I just hate when people, and especially white people, that either don't listen to hip-hop or they only see certain things within hip-hop, when they start trying to castigate hip-hop as mm-hmm. a whole. Because it's like, nah, fuck out of here, bro. Yeah. Like, fuck out of here. And I guess we'll go into it. This goes into my fucking the religious shit. Me and him was talking about. We talked about it on the phone. Yeah, yeah. A whole like two hour conversation about this. It was shit. a ritual. I don't think it was a ritual, bro. It's, I think that is some bullshit. Personally, I think your your tinfoil hat, Alex Jones, conspiracy theorist. If you believe that, straight up, hmm. I really believe that. I really, I wholeheartedly believe that shit. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because of what I said to him. I'm like most niggas running around talking about Satan is this, Satan that. And I told him on the phone, like the first thought I had was about him. Because I heard I wasn't there, but niggas, other niggas told me the story. Back in the day when we was doing, the, it was Snapfest, right? Mm-hmm. Snapfest. They went to meet some label nigga or whatever in Philly or some shit. And basically, long story short, the deal fell through because he thought this nigga was a Satanist. when He's a fucking wicked. Yeah. Well, at the time, I'm more spiritual now. Yeah, at the time, you but what I'm saying is, most of these niggas saying this shit do not know the difference between a Wiccan and a Christian. Mm-hmm. Like, 
maybe like a young Pharaoh because that nigga, I like I've watched that nigga show, so he understands the difference. But random niggas on Facebook, I'm telling you right now, they hey, don't know the dicky. difference. Niggas is dicky. They don't know. They yeah. just see certain things and they're like, oh, that's Satan. Like they see a fucking most people when they see a fucking pentagram, they think it's Satanist. That's facts. And it's like that's that's my whole perspective because especially with more of like my religious like, I guess enlightenment and walking away from the religion. Honestly, it's like this is this is my problem with religion. It's dogmatic as fuck. Like straight up, like. It's dogmatic. Like, you can't... There's no nuance to it. There's no... And especially with how it started, like, the religion is starting to be entrenched now because you're seeing, you know, economic... And you see this a lot when economic times start getting bad. You see people start to, start to get entrenched in more of the extremist um, aspects of religions and shit like that. And this is what I was... Um, I, was I forgot who I was having a conversation with this about. It was probably... It was, it was my guy, Alfred, I think. Or somebody. I forget who it was. But basically, you see this in the Islamic world. And the reason why is because for... Maybe the last couple hundred hundreds of years, they've always been in constant attack from outside forces, yeah. specifically imperialized from European forces. So you have them turning to these extremist elements within their country because those are the only elements talking about, yo, we're going to go kill these niggas that are invading our country. Mm. So you're seeing the economic turmoil specific, like a lot in the West and the Western world now. And especially in America, like you saw Donald Gas Trump. is 335. Yeah, <laughs> gas 335. <laughs> It's that's a struggle. Rough. It's rough right now. <laughs> See, that's a that's an interesting question too. That, that's another thing. There's no nuance in these conversations no more. Whenever you talk about the prices of gas, it either devolves into Biden versus Trump. That's literally what the conversation devolves into. Nobody talks about the strategic moves that Donald Trump was making in the Middle East that causes gas prices to go up, and we're seeing the effects of it now because these things take a time to accrue and you know occur over time. Like, there's so much shit that goes into why gas prices are the way they are, and it's. I really don't care, bro. I need this uh, gas down. Obama had it at a dollar ninety five. Yeah, and Obama was bombing the shit out of the fucking Middle East. Hey, <laughs> hey, give me that. We need that. <laughs> That's why I'm saying. But but people's arguments here. But people's arguments here are like a lot of the arguments because so when Biden first came into office, he shut down the line three. I forgot. He shut down one of the big pipelines they were doing. The the um. The Keystone XL pipeline. Uh And a lot of people believed that, oh, that was going to make us energy sufficient. We was going to be able to use use the oil we produce here in America. No, that wasn't the case. Donald Trump's deal was the same as the deal always was with the Keystone. It was going to be mostly for export to other countries. So you were still, America was still going to be importing oil. (laughs) So it wasn't, him doing that wasn't, like, it definitely cut jobs. I'm not going to deny that. But I, I think it's a good thing that he cut it. He did it for other reasons, other alternative reasons, basically as a fuck you to Trump and to um to pacify the fucking climate activists and shit who like literally like if if if, if Joe Biden farts right now and the fart says, I'm for climate change, like all the climate activists would be like, He's doing great things, he's moving Mom. mountains, like so <laughs> but um It's funny they hate that nigga now. It's yeah, bro, because look like approval said, rate in thirty eight percent. Bro, what sleepy Joe? What they call Sleepy Jazz. They said Kamala at like 28. Bro, because she mm. was hot. She, like, you literally took, she she didn't win a single delegate vote in the Democratic primary. Not a single one. She dropped, she had to drop out before voting. Mm. And you picked one, of, literally one of the, it was like, literally the only worst person you could have picked as your vice president is Hillary Clinton. That's like literally, like literally. They only did that to add some color. 
Yeah, to get the black, to get the fucking black vote. And all them dumbass niggas rushed out and watched that shit. I know when he won that night, my mom was sitting up watching, you know, them and everything. I'm like, dog, you know how many niggas like me she threw in prison that look like me that's still sitting in there right now? Over weed. I heard she Indian. Over weed. She half and half. Her dad Jamaican Mm -hmm. and her mom Indian. Yeah, her dad don't fuck with her. Straight up. Mm -hmm. Her dad don't fuck with her. Hey, yeah. See, all right, so tell me more about Kamala Harris because I remember like years ago at this point hearing, uh, seeing a random dude on some Wallow type, you know, the videos that Wallow make where like, you know, Gillian Wallow, how he'll just randomly, oh, damn, you out of the loop, bro. Wallow cool as shit. But he he make a lot of videos where he just be spitting game and just be walking around doing whatever. So it's a dude, he just randomly was like, all right, so Pete, Kamala Harris did X, Y, and Z, and she locked up X, Y, and Z. Don't, don't do, like, pr- pretty much just saying, like, beware, hate on her, she against black people type deal. But then I've heard people on the flip side say, well, if you committed a crime and got locked up, that was her job. Like, See, the problem is, <laughs> like, though, was she was thing. locking people up. Most of the people she locked up were nonviolent drug offenders. I, no, and you know how I feel about those type of crimes in particular. I'm not saying... She should. Oh yeah, the Supreme Court. uh, The Supreme Court of the United States went to her and said, "Yo, your district in California, like your state, not her district, her state, because she was the district attorney of California. Yeah, your state has an overpopulation problem in the prisons. Mm. So we're ordering you to release some of the people, specifically nonviolent drug offenders." She said no, and the reason why she wanted to was because she said that would upset the prison labor system. Wow. <laughs> that was her argument for why she didn't want to let people wow. out of prison. <laughs> okay. That's wild. That, that is wild. That was pretty much like, I'm not giving up my slaves. Pretty yes. exact basically. Basically. <laughs> basically. What? And that's that is why God, you know on my show I shit on Democrats a lot. But I like to bring the nuance to it because I get a lot of like you know, right-leaning people, and I don't have a problem with right-leaning people, with conservative-minded people. Don't have a problem with them. I, I agree with some of the things they say. Um, but the problem is, when it's like, either they point Democrats, 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 and they think Republican good, or they think Democrats, Democrats, Republican bad too, Republican bad too, but Trump, and they try to hold on to Trump. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're all the same nigga. There's no difference between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, mm. except Joe Biden doesn't tweet mean things and he falls asleep during interviews. <laughs> That's the only difference between the two niggas. Yeah, they both they both used used to fuck with Epstein. <laughs> I mean, the game is the game. Bro. Game's the game. <laughs> but, the, but but what I'm saying is what I'm saying is like it's no difference between these niggas. But overall, this is my thing though. There's no nuance in any conversation, whether it's the Travis Scott shit and. You could probably, you know, order politics, you know, Biden versus Trump, gas shit. That's my whole thing. There's no nuance to these conversations. It's always this, this, this. I believe, I believe, I believe. There's mm-hmm. never trying, like what you say, trying to get to that objective truth, you know, trying to get to the actual truth. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no journey for that anymore. And I feel like even in, like, you see that in, and uh, I'm probably going to get demonetized for this shit, but I don't care. I, I'm not even monetized, but they're going to fuck with my video for this. You see it in the COVID shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you see all these niggas. I don't know how y'all feel about the vaccines and shit like that. You get vaccinated. But you see all these niggas running around talking about, you have to get vaxxed to help grandma, this, that, and the third. No, you dipshit. The consensus between all scientists, Joe Biden's like the head of his COVID yeah. response, literally said, everybody is going to fucking get COVID. If you want to protect yourself from having, you know, extreme 
symptoms for going to the hospital and shit like that, which is only with people with comorbidities or co whatever that shit's called. Niggas like me, kind of you, fat niggas, people with diabetes, shit like that. Those are the niggas that are really going to suffer from this shit. Mm -hmm. But if you want, if you, if you, and basically the whole thing is if you're that scared of COVID, go get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. But you're just as likely to get COVID from a vax person, just at like, you're, you're just as likely to get it from both, unvaxxed and vaxxed. Mm -hmm. That's the science right now. Yeah, because it doesn't stop transmission, right? At all. No, at all. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the conversation. So you see all these vax people saying, well, you got to get vaxxed to protect this X, Y, and Z. No, they have to go get vaxxed if they want to protect themselves. If it like this, That's what the science is saying. But everybody's ignoring the science. Now there's a whistleblower from Pfizer. Everybody's like, well, don't get the Johnson & Johnson. Don't, or, you know, the Moderna's okay. Really get the Pfizer. There's a whistleblower coming out of Pfizer now basically saying they were fudging the number, mm. fudging the numbers. Um, they weren't reporting in the VAERS system, which is basically like the um, the vaccine adverse something system where basically people yeah. record. They, were un they weren't taking the data from that. They were fudging the data numbers. The way they were doing the trials for the vaccine in the first place, like she was like, you're like, and this is like, Shorty's like f 15 years deep in vaccine research and shit like mm. that. You have, and. Yeah, I got the Moderna. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm not vexed, so. And I'm and and I it's like I'm cool, but me, but exactly, but me ex espousing that just factual shit from scientists, I'm called an anti-vaxer. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that's just like people not really listening; they're just trying to skew a narrative. And it's like you gotta you keep can. getting it anyway. But exactly, it's always another you gotta booster. Get a booster shot. Like what? All right, man. All right, man. When your fucking lips start drooping, don't say shit to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's wild, but. Well, you got the Jonathan Majors lip. Do. Don't say shit to me, nigga. <laughs> I mean, like me personally, I got it so I can go to the anime convention. You niggler. That, I feel that's you, me. But but then it like I, I don't took the be L. Confined. I had a friend tell me they was like, "Yo, it's gonna be something that you're gonna want to do." Yeah. You go ahead, and I'm like, I think it was you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, at first I was like, Nah, nigga, I ain't gonna do that. But then I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't know, bro, because I've been bro. trying to go to a couple of concerts recently. I'm, I'm good in, in the New crib. York. Like, I, I found this out, like, around the same time I was already getting vaxxed, right? So, first, it was, okay, you got to get vaxxed so you can go to this convention. This is a tradition I got with my homies. So, I'm like, all right, all right, I'm going I'm to just do it. Fuck it. But then, my homie is like, yo, you got it? I was like, yeah, I got it. Good, because they've got a new mandate. Like, we can't go to restaurants. We can't, mm -hmm. we can't sit down. We can't do X, Y, and Z unless we, like, got our mask on and we got our vax cards with us and this and that. And I'm just like, well, damn, I'm, I'm glad I got it at this point. And I haven't really had no issues that I can associate to it, right? But at the same time, what about everybody else? At what point can you, you, you can't go to work? You can't leave your state? You can't go on vacation. It's like I'm gonna just go to Florida. I mean, yeah, Michelle, Florida. Now you, yeah, can't, you, you can't you can't leave Delaware unless you vaxxed. It's not there yet. I'll probably leave anyway. Fuck them. You gotta become a pig because he's taking the pigs. What's <laughs> his fine. name? Uh, fucking Desantis. He's taking the pigs. But see, that's the problem, though. That's the problem. You create this this atmosphere where you see people praising somebody like Ron Desantis, and I look, I. Give him his credit when it comes to him being factual about the vaccine and shit. Mm -hmm. But I disagree with him on everything. This is a nigga that literally was, um, he passed all these like anti-protest like bills and shit, right? Mm -hmm. Basically to target the Black Lives Matter shit and all that. So like literally even like people going to like 
peacefully protest. I know it's like a stigma around that, but just to go out and actually protest and not riot and shit, like they get fucked with by the cops, get the shit beat out of them. Sometimes they can't, they won't even, they can't even get legal permits to go do it. But as soon as there's an ideological protest that he himself agrees with, mm-hmm. oh, cops back off, let these people protest. The the CIA sanctioned Cuban protests that happened over the, over um this past summer. This past summer, mm-hmm. let them march all through the streets, shut down the streets, um, stop everything from happening. And no, this shit is like CIA backed and coordinated. And I say that because like there was literally so on Twitter, you kept getting these bots that kept tweeting the same shit about Cuba. Regardless of what your shit is about Cuba, mm-hmm. this shit was orchestrated by the CIA. So it's like. Oh, so when it's something that you ideological, when it comes to fuck communism or when it comes to, you know, an, ideo- an ideology that you agree with. That's, Propaganda. Yeah, but that's that's where it like you see people saying, oh, he's for freedom when no, he's selectively picking and choosing like based upon the ideologies that he agrees with and the ones that he doesn't. He's so selectively choosing which freedoms you can have and which ones you can't. Mm-hmm. So he's just as shitty as like as Andrew Cuomo at that point. But again, nuance. You can't have that conversation because, again, you got to pick a side. Yeah, which I'm not on the side. I'm on the side of me. I feel you there. I'm on the side of me. See, I don't get caught up in all that. I, I stay away from politics because at the end of the day, it's like stick to community. I, I'll say that. I agree with that. Stay, stay, I agree stick with to that. your community because the bigger you go, the more corrupt it get, the less likely you are to Nigga, I'm moving to Iceland as soon as I do can, stuff. Bro. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm either going to China or Iceland. Why Iceland? Hmm? Why Iceland? Iceland's a beautiful country. He heard the China shit. He looked at it crazy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I mean, Iceland is a beautiful place. Uh, you know, they're one of the only countries when the fucking banks crashed the economy, they threw, they threw bankers in jail. Mm. <laughs> then redistributed okay. the policy. It's not perfect there, but better than here. <laughs> but um, think about South Africa or China. Like I said, they South got a hood. How they about, don't got no hood. How about South Africa? Bro? I'm not a hood nigga, bro. You know this. I'm not a hood nigga. You said South Africa. I might fuck with a hood. Nigga. I don't know, cause like you got you know like literally like Africa is like on its way to basically saying, hey, like we want to be our own independent country, and like you know what you mean, like where in Africa. Like different parts of Africa, so you definitely got parts that still cut themselves out to the United States, obviously. Yeah. But then you got like other portions that are trying to do this, like African liberation type shit and everything. And I think you're going to start seeing a lot of um, covert conflicts going on there, especially because um, China's going in cutting deals with these countries. Yeah. The United States doesn't oh, yeah. like to see that. So you're going to de- definitely it's it's like we're in a new Cold War. That's basically what we're doing. So you're going to start seeing like a lot of shit popping off in Africa, and I don't want to be nowhere near that shit. Thailand, maybe, maybe. But then, like I said, the United States is talking about trying to nuke that bitch. So. Thailand? Well, China. All right, but Thailand. It's right there, though. How close? I'm pretty sure it's close. I mean, China big. Like, where they where they hitting them at? <laughs> they hit them in the middle? Beijing. If, if they hit them in the middle, we good. Ain't, ain't Beijing, like, east? That's the only thing that will stop me from going to China. That's east? Them, is the no, that's, that's United west. States and them beefing, nigga. <laughs> is that west China? Or, like, I'm all over, man. Like I'll stick to eat like Japan, live on a beach in Japan Australia. In the east, like all the way on the side, little island on the side. They just like, did this fucking AUKUS deal with Australia where they about to get these niggas nukes. Who Japan? Nuclear um submarines, nuclear powered submarines. Uh, the United States just did a deal with um Australia to give them nuclear powered um submarines. Basically, to, right. part of their effort to contain China. Well, damn. 
mean, it's the difference between nuclear powered and contains nuclear weaponry. You say you're trying to see where Beijing is, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, no Thailand. I was saying Thailand. Oh, Thailand, Thailand. Is Thailand, um, like, how close is it to China? And depending on where they hit, I might be out in Thailand, get me a nice little thing. <laughs> you feel me? Chill on the beach, spend my American money. Uh, Let's see, where we at with it? Let's see, Thailand on the world map. You know, you could just type in Google Earth and just like search it real quick. Yo, place. shut up, bitch. <laughs> nigga, you're not Jamie. I'm Jamie, nigga. I think Jamie worked faster than this. Just hit the home. Like, go, go to the main page, not images. China, so China's right there. China right where? China's here. This is China. Oh, yeah, I'll be all right. Nigga, if they hit, if they have a nuke, bro. Where is it hitting? And then you got, and then you got to worry. They test nukes out, right? Yeah, but it they, still got past like two countries. But then you got to worry about India and China because they got beef too. Okay. So they gonna be dropping nukes. What they got beef for? Oh, India, India. They, they got beef because of territorial skirmishes and shit. Okay. Where, where India right here? India's right here. China's here. I'm good. We Thailand, but they're those... shooting missiles across from each other, nigga. Bro, I'm cool. Like, Thailand is literally going to be, and especially, all right, so let's yo, say, you know so they let's say, nukes, right? but let's say India and China start beefing, right? Yeah. You're going to have soldiers all in that area fighting each other and shit. Because you're going to have India and China basically taking countries saying, we have to occupy you to protect you from the opposing country. I don't know. I feel like they they safe enough. I don't know. And literally, nigga, the, uh, the power of nuclear weapons but... now, we all did, bro. Honestly, I'm saying, but you know they test them. You may have a greater chance in Antarctica, honestly. I've been thinking about moving to Antarctica, too. That would be kind of lit. Fuck that. Too cool. Making muck clucks and shit. Yeah, I'm just not, you know, I'm not a hood nigga, so I'm not worried about any of that shit. I try to stay away from Negroes. What's Hawaii looking like? Hawaii be I can't fuck with Hawaii, bro. Why, too many volcanoes? Too many volcanoes, like, it's too many, like, too many, like, too much history there that I don't fuck with. I'll say that. What? Like the United States literally said, "Oh, hey, what's up? Gimme." <laughs> yeah, I just dropped the top. Yeah. But nah. And then on top of that, I'm just not like I don't know. I I, don't, I like cold regions. I, I'm weird like that. And I know I'm a nigga, but I like cold places. Go to Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like. Or no, go to Toronto. I was thinking about it, but Canada's fucking policies are crazy too. Their COVID policies. Mm, They're worse than the fucking United States. Oh shit! Damn. Go to Puerto Rico. Too many niggas there. Really? Damn. All right, go to Colombia. Nah. What's wrong with Colombia? They got as soon as they start getting that shit kind of dangerous. Yeah, as soon as they nigga, did you not see like they literally disappear niggas that think like me? (laughs) Sweden. I might go to Venezuela. I will go there. And I heard it was going through some shit. Then I will go to Venezuela or fucking what is it? Um, Honduras, Venezuela, Cuba, Ecuador, or El Salvador. No, you don't want to go to El Salvador or Nicaragua. Fuck. We'll see the the Mara Salvatrucha out there. Bro. Well, I think El Salvador is going to start getting built up because they um, got a lot of crypto niggas going down there. So you're going to see a lot of um, progression on that front with them. Mm. Because they just, um, they're accepting Bitcoin as a tender officially in El Salvador. They're like the first country to do it. See, that's wild. I, I feel like until shit like that get more stable, 
Like imagine I imagine Bitcoin worth a dollar today, and then you use it to go buy some soda, and then tomorrow that go to sixty thousand. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? See that like, that would have to be worked out. But again, the whole purpose of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency as a whole was to replace the fiat currency and actually be a decentralized currency, to where you don't have like a solid, you know, a small group of people manipulating the currency. Basically, that's the whole point of Bitcoin. Is crypto the new gold? Um, maybe it made like a digital gold. Yeah, I can see it's it. Like digital gold. But my thing is though, my thing is though, and I talk to a lot of my crypto guys about this. Like they're still treating it like a regular stock. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And that is what is because like like I, I tell niggas all the time. We're seeing the final like I think I think it's in Dragon Ball Z when the Super Saiyan like it's called the final form, right? Sure. Yeah. You can use is that, that what it's called? Uh, yeah, like for like a freezer type character. Yeah. Form, for, right? for currency like. Digital is the final form of currency. Like, there's nothing beyond that that you can do with currency. Like, going digital is the final form. We're about 55 to 65% there. So, it's like when you keep treating the cryptocurrencies, which were like Bitcoin specifically, was designed to be a decentralizing thing, basically taking the power away from the basically the wealthy, the are you know, the, the old mm-hmm. money, taking the power away from them and putting it in the hands of the masses. When you allow it to be treated like a stock and commodity where the stock market is controlled by them same niggas that it was uh, made to combat, you're giving the power to them. You're giving the power to Elon Musk to be able to manipulate Bitcoin whenever the fuck he wants to. Mm-hmm. And that's my issue with how people are treating it. They're only, oh shit, I see it going up. I'm gonna buy it uh, now. It's going to no hold that shit. Like you saw it with the Wall Street bets. That's the best way I can I can explain it. When the people say some shit is lit, that is the shit that's lit. When the people dictate and decide, like they say, fuck all that shit you talking about. Fuck politicians, billionaires, whoever the fuck you are. The power structure. Basically. It's a rap. Fuck what y'all talking about. We doing this. It's a rap. Hey, you know who used to say that shit all the time? And I think this is the perfect segue. You know who said that shit all the time? This nigga's a genius, bro. Mm. And I think y'all know who I'm talking about. Kanye fucking West, bro. <laughs> Kanye fucking West, bro. This nigga. Mr. West? Did y'all see that drink? It's yay. It's yay now. It's yay. 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 The nigga formerly known as Kanye. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to call him a Donda name, dude. Did y'all see? Uh-huh. <laughs> did y'all see, yo? Did y'all see that Drink Champs interview? Bro? Nah, yeah. I, I seen clips. I seen clips. This bro, nigga, oh, part two coming also. It is. Yeah, part two is coming. Oh, my oh God, shit! This I didn't finish. Y'all. I still got like forty five minutes left. Oh, you but got, you gotta watch that shit. This nigga was going in on John Legend, bro. Not yet. There was uh, points where uh, they weren't even talking about anything related to John Legend, and he would just be like, "You know what that kind of remind me of? That just remind me of how y'all know John, how y'all know John Legend gonna do what them folks tell him to do." Yeah. Like, <laughs> he was going it was in on straight dissing. Like, think it was, he, I don't think he was pulling it out like randomly, but he was definitely in his bag over it. because John Legend is a beta blue fuckboy dog, like. Mm-hmm. Especially, and like, he, like, I'm not going to go too much into politics because we already talked about that a little bit, but especially when it comes to that political shit, he's going to shuck and jive and tap dance for for them boys. Like, mm-hmm. that's just what it is. But how'd you feel about Kanye's point, though? Uh, as far as, like, uh, like, how Pusher was the one that stayed quiet. He disagreed, but he I disagree quiet. with him on Big Sean because Big Sean didn't really say shit either. So Big Sean didn't say yo West crazy for this or yay you want some like weird shit. He ain't say nothing like that. I don't remember. As far as I remember, I don't remember him saying anything. This nigga not tweeting. Nothing that made nothing that made news to where Kanye would see it because I didn't see shit. The only niggas that was really saying shit outwardly was Chance. 
What you ain't Pete Kanye don't need the news to be up to date. This nigga actually on his phone. Like no, no. But what I'm saying yeah. is like Big Sean. Unless he said something to Kanye privately, yeah, he didn't say anything like that publicly. That's what I'm saying. Where John Legend was saying shit oh, yeah, publicly. Yeah, yeah. Like Chance was throwing little shots publicly. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, it was a couple other niggas too that were saying shit publicly. Like mm-hmm. nah, we not with that. I think Cole said something about it. A couple other rappers, but um, Big Sean wasn't really saying shit like that. But my thing is, my thing is like this: this nigga, regardless of whether you agree with his shit or not, like they like like niggas like niggas like John Legend were using that political angle to castigate, like fuck you, this that and the third. Where you saw Trump was chilling. Trump was like, all right, you know, he, he's running, okay. <laughs> but like they literally, this is how and this is how shitty Democrats are. You see Kanye West as a threat. You Kanye West is a threat, and you're running against Donald <laughs> Trump. And Kanye West is a. Th- that's how oh, shitty they are. That's that how shitty funny. they are, bro. Hey, yeah. like, hey. Oh my God, it's Mr. West. And it's funny because mentally, this nigga Joe Biden is president. They talk all the time about how mentally. Oh, Donald Trump, he's mentally unstable. He he has his finger over the red button. This, that, and the third. Think about this. Think about this. Kanye West is more mentally there than Joe Biden. Argue that real quick. <laughs> Joe Biden falls asleep during interviews. <laughs> bro, Joe Every Biden can't say his I name. I think it was at a climate change meeting. Yes. This nigga sleep, bro. Joe like he Bruce Wayne <laughs> in the board meeting and shit. <laughs> he didn't fall the whole night of crime. He just well, nah, he knocked didn't the, the whole fuck out. He, was, he just walked upstairs and he was done, bro. Like, yo. Wow. This bro, nigga just checked out, bro. This nigga can't say his name, dog. Wasn't there other world leaders there? Yes, there was a clip. Bro, there was so a, embarrassing. He did... Yo, uh, he did this town hall where he was talking. He was talking about COVID, and he was like, "Yeah, when you you get the COVID and you and you inject yourself and 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 well, you don't inject yourself, but you, so you mean when you go get your COVID, your COVID shot, sir? They literally had to walk him through it, bro. bro. It's like other countries, like yo, this is dead ass a puppet. It's just like yo, Bruh. this puppet president ass nigga just sleep See, in I meetings. Just, it don't matter. Yeah, and that and the funny part is like even like the worst because to me the worst was Kanye when he did the press conference and shit. The funniest clip I saw from that joint, this nigga started crying. No, no, he said it was after he said the abortion. He said, oh yeah, it was after that. He was like, he was like, slavery was a choice, and you saw the girl recording. She's like, all right, it's time to go. <laughs> 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 like even at his worst, Bruh. he's still more mentally there than Biden. And Trump is definitely like, but Trump, I, I'm, I'm positive Trump was taking uppers, bro. I'm positive Trump was on some form of drugs. I ain't surprised. There's no fucking way a seventy. He's like seventy. He's almost eighty years old. He's almost up there with Biden. They're they're around the same age. There's no fucking way you have that much energy and you're not doing drugs, bro. No fucking way. I don't know. You think Trump was still smashing girls? I see. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I feel like he's one of them niggas that if it if the if it aroused if it like came up, you feel me? He probably would. But I feel like it was a lot of people not fucking with him as president. Like he was pissing. He was pissing off a lot of. No, no, you ain't about to go there. He walk into any country bar with a Confederate flag up, and it's some white girls throwing it on. But he not going in. He not in them places like that. I'm just saying. He ain't even actually. No, he was. He was. That's his demographic. They was coming at him like, and I I low key like was too. And even even back then, when I was when I was a Trump supporter, I'm like, nigga, you're a president. 
why are you still going around like you campaigning, my nigga? Mm. This nigga still doing rally. You won. Like, three years later, like, at a rally. I beat, the I, I beat Hillary Clinton. Nigga, we know. You've been here for three years. Bro, he liked the groupies. Do That's something, nigga. When you smashing, nah, 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 age, nah, nah, nah. young. Yeah, remember that night outside your crib? Do something, nigga. Remember that shit? Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, with, uh, with, with Benny. No, no, no. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Your fam. I uh, think. Do some nigga. Oh yeah, They looking at him like that. Yeah, they looking at him like that. He like do some nigga. Like nigga, it's been three years. Oh, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. You still campaigning talking about Hillary? Nigga, nigga. you can relax. Mm. You can relax. But he was funny as shit, dog. Trump was the funniest president, bro. Funniest yeah, president. I, I give him that. Funniest. I give him that. There's yeah, nothing yeah, like like niggas like. <laughs> nah, no, 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 no. Stop. Bill Clinton wasn't funny. No. No. <laughs> no. Dog, Donald Trump would flame the shit out of Bill Clinton. You no, know, I take that back. You got it. This nigga was it. on stage at the Republican National Convention. Shorty was like, "Donald Trump, you've been accused of calling women fat oh, pigs yeah. that you don't like, and and being misogynistic. You called them ugly fat dogs." He said, "Ellie, Rosie, Adana, again, nigga. You got that. You got that. Bill got nigga. second though. Bill is corny, bro. Honestly, he a little funny." He's not though. So, well, his accent is. I did not have sexual relations with that yeah. woman. <laughs> that shit. Nah, yeah, Trump definitely had some hoes. Nah, Bill was out there smashing. He probably was. Trump, pro- and they got better at hiding it too. Yeah. I feel like Nig- niggas swear presidents be so great, but they just be like some nut ass niggas. They, they, they just regular bro. nut ass people. Yo, yo. I think for me, I think Obama is the like. Dog, he Most did sociopathic, bro. Obama did coke. I don't, I'm not going to say yeah, that. I, I don't that. know. No, he, he admitted it in his book. All right, cool. What I'm saying is that nigga's a sociopath, definitely. That mm. He's like those like... So just to go into the politics a little bit, there's this new thing in the Democratic Party called the New Democrat. Basically, you had the old school Democrats that was like for the worker, you know, like New Deal era Democrats. Mm. Well, they started losing, not because of the policies they were pushing for, but because they started feeding more into the elite class, into like the the managerial class, basically. Mm. And then like one, you know, one election cycle, they was like, Fuck it, we're just gonna become Republicans. <laughs> like, like literally, literally, they said we agree with them niggas. We're just gonna become more like them. So like they they call themselves New Democrats, where they're like, oh, we basically fiscal and economic policies started to align more with the Republican Party. That's why you see them arguing over CRT and all this bullshit because they don't they don't disagree on anything economically. Literally, they just disagree kind of on the culture shit. Like people forget, like Obama just started accepting gay marriage, like his second term. Yeah, <laughs> niggas forget that shit. Like they're kind of not Republicans, just like they're. But Obama, but he's like that elitist. Like when you hear like the Trump supporters talking about the liberal elite class, like oh, like we're gonna trust the professionals, like you know shit like that. He's the ultimate quintessential representation of that, mm. and it's even more so because of his black skin, his half black skin. I'll say that, but um. Man, don't do him like that. I mean, I, I, look, I'm not one of these niggas running around saying he's the first mixed race president. I don't be saying that dumbass shit, but you feel me? Like, that's a nigga. You gotta keep it a buck. He wasn't Obama and he was walking down Chicago and, like, he's getting fucked up by the police. Like, that's just straight up. Yeah. And the nigga had a fro. Yeah, he had a, exactly. He had a room. So, but, but yeah, but, but that's my point. Like, this nigga, this nigga was sociopathic, like, Remorseless, like when read just read into his drone strike, his drone program, ruthless, ruthless, drop more bombs yeah, than yeah. Bush. 
and Cheney. That's wild. I read that shit when I first started getting into politics and I read that shit. I was like, no. That's one of those where you Ain't no way. Shit. You're like, no. no. It can't be. This nigga, this nigga Bush is synonymous with bombs. Like, nah. So, like, nah. If you get new toys, you ain't going to play with them? That dog, that's the thing, though. They dropped so many bombs one year, they ran out of bombs to drop. How much we spend uh, on military? We spend upwards. So the discretionary budget, what they tell you is like seven hundred. They just added a number twenty-five billion mm. onto the budget, so it's like almost eight hundred billion now. Mm. But if you add in the CIA, you want the bombs. But wait, if you add in the CIA's budget, you add in the NSA's budget, you add in all the all the Alphabet Boys and some of the niggas we don't know, it's probably I would say it's upwards of two trillion. I would say yeah. something there were two trillion. I wouldn't be surprised if it was more than that. But we spent most. Of How it, much right. did they say they couldn't account for in two thousand? I remember that shit. Uh, one point one. Point, it was like two point three was, nah, trillion you know or something. You know what's funny? What they couldn't account for was literally the same cost of the Iraq War. Oh God. So literally, they was like, so the theory is basically like, they was like, oh shit, they know we've been like basically fudging the money. Let's go start a war to cover this shit up. That's literally, that's literally the pretty much probably more than likely what happened. Bro, <laughs> that ass, bro. You gotta watch like, Vice. You gotta watch Vice, bro. That's crazy. You gotta watch Vice, dog. It's, it's the movie about like Dick Cheney and shit like that. Like, dog, they were little like fucking fiends, bro. I think you would love that movie, though. They're little diabolical fiends. Like, that's crazy. Pieces bro. of shit. Pieces of shit. But like it was interesting to see it because it's like oh, wow, it's like two point three trillion or some shit. The day before nine eleven, the, the day, day before nine eleven, he announced like the Donald, next day. Donald was Rumsfeld like, came out on stage and said that. Now no, it's I like yo, think, where's the money? Now look, do you have people that you have some oh. people that think the government did nine eleven? I kind of believe that. I don't know what to believe when it comes to nine eleven. All all I know is all I know is I think nine eleven had nothing to do with him coming out and saying that on the stage at that specific point. I think they wanted because they wanted to go into Iraq for years. Or mm-hmm. They wanted to go into Iran for years. They wanted to go into Syria for years. These are countries they've been trying to overthrow. They literally had um, there was this general. He did like this interview and shit like that, and he was talking about how they had a seven year plan <laughs> for all of these Middle Eastern countries to go in and overthrow these countries. Yeah. And it's like so far, like I think the only ones left is Syria and fucking Iran. Those are the only two that's left. <laughs> they haven't overthrown. Yo. <laughs> it's funny, bro. It's funny. So, what's the yo? Goal? America, we some savages, yo. Is America trying to be like a one world, a one nation world, or one world? Nah, nation? they're trying fucking to Britannia. Nah, it's, it's no, shit. no, yeah. I don't think so. I think this is literally what we talk about all the time: monopolize fucking everything, control everything. So niggas, like, we don't want you to be part of it. Like, you see how they treat immigrants? They don't want that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, people think, oh, Democrats are pro-immigrant. No, they're not. Hillary Clinton wanted to build. The only difference between Hillary and Donald Trump was she wanted to build a fence. That was the only difference between them. Mm-hmm. She don't fuck with them niggas. <laughs> they're trying to monopolize everything to keep the United States on top. That's why they don't fuck with China. Because China basically said, oh, yeah, fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> we gonna do our shit over here. We gonna make our bread over here. Fuck y'all. And they took it. They, they did it right under their noses, which is the funny part. You think, I respect it. I respect it. All right. Fuck y'all niggas. Mm. They, that's literally you what they fuck said. Fuck y'all niggas. Now, there are things, like I said, me and him, now, Tana already know, me and him done combated about China forever. China. There are definitely There are definitely things that you could critique China about, mm-hmm. but a lot of the main shit they critique China about is either uh, vast, what you looking for? Oh, vast, manip- uh, vast misrepresentation or just flat out bullshit, like straight up. And it's like, that's, that's, the, that's the funny part about this shit. Because, like, again, 
going back to nuance, there's no nuance around these conversations we have about this shit. Mm. It's very and it's very fascinating to see. Yeah, man, it's too much. I feel like they're just they're both just as bad. I just live here. That's the only difference. I I just live here. I can't say that because knowing the history, when you know the history of basically any place outside of Europe. And and North America, like the it's called the global South. Like this is a country that was like imperialized, like you know, by Japan via the Western powers that were enabling Japan. Like you had the rape of Nanjing that was going on, but then you also had Japan um, imperializing and colonizing um, Korea. The Korean, like it was a unified Korea at the time, which is why you had the up the communist uprising in North Korea, and which led eventually led to them pushing out Japan and then World War Two as well. But then China had its communist revolution in '49, um, like that's when it concluded and everything, mm. and that's the beef between with Taiwan. So the whole thing with Taiwan was they're an independent nation, right? No, they're not. <laughs> that's Hold the up. crazy part. They're not. So literally, so basically, just think of it. This is like as this is. But I'm, they're not a part of China. Are they, they are a part of China. Okay. But this, I'm paraphrasing here. But basically, basically, what happened was they had China had its civil war. You had the communists on one side. You had the capitalists on the other side. Really totalitarian dictatorship that was the real dictatorship like literally they were executing communists not even going against the government just for being communists executing people they killed millions of people mm. but um you had the leader shinkai shek that basically <clears throat> lost a war and he fled to taiwan and still kept calling himself china so that's like if you get into a beef with a nigga over whatever say like say like y'all fight over a house or whatever that's like the nigga running down into the basement and locking the door and saying, I'm still, this is still my house. When like, nah, nigga, I beat you fair and square for this house. This is my house. Nah. And then you have a larger superpower basically coming in and saying, nah, the nigga in the basement, that's his house. That's the real China. That was the policy for a while. <laughs> Where it's like, nigga, the overwhelming majority of the people want the the um the communist party. Nah. The United States stepped in and said, nah, that's not what it is. Because they didn't want the influence of communism spreading during that time period. So that's, that. I'm paraphrasing, super paraphrasing, but that's basically the gist of what's going on with Taiwan. And Because yeah, Donald Trump got in trouble for that. That issue was never resolved, though. That, that's the problem. It's never been resolved. It's basically like the Korean War, which actually was a proxy war between China and America. Because then you had basically... That, so the Koreans pushed out the Japanese, but then the United States wanted to go in because they didn't want, the, again, the, the influence of communism going through. They killed, I believe it was like 55% of the population because they carpet bombed so much in both North and South Korea. Mm. And they left basically left Korea like a desolate North Korea, um, which is really the, the um, Democratic People's Republic of Korea. It's like it's kind of disrespectful to call it North Korea. Like, if you talk to a North Korean, like, they don't fuck with that shit. Like, no, we're not North Korea. We're the Democratic people. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's called the DPRK for short. But okay, they left that place a desolate fucking wasteland. Like, that's how much they bombed it. So when you hear people talking about, like, a lot of the horrific stories, a lot of those stories are actually from, like, post the Korean War. Like, going through, like, the 60s and 70s because they were fucking rebuilding. But then you had the United States putting sanctions on them to where they couldn't rebuild. They couldn't get certain materials to come, you know, to come into the country to rebuild it. Yo, America ain't shit. America's not yo, shit. They uh, will. <laughs> they they get your has, foot on you, bro. They just America like has this, not won bro. A they will not get up. War since World War Two. Think huh. about that. We have not won a single war since World War Two. We got our asses beat in Korea. We got our asses beat in Vietnam. <laughs> we got our asses beat in Afghanistan. Hold up. We got our asses beat in, in Iraq twice. Twice, <laughs> bro. <Bruh>. Twice. <laughs> so what? We just leave. It's like yo. Huh? 
So what we just leave? Yeah, it's like what happened with um with Afghanistan. What just ha- literally what just happened? Yeah. That happens every single time. The so United there States was. Out of I didn't know the war. The war it's like we just gonna fuck up where on. you live at, and then make it well, so no, no, you can't come, really. No, no, we're gonna come in. We're gonna take all the natural resources. We're gonna take all the lithium. We're gonna take everything from you. We're gonna steal your oil. Literally in Syria. So. And they didn't go the traditional boots on the ground route with Syria. They did these proxies. Literally, so you know how all through the 2000s and the Bush era, basically, it was all about Al-Qaeda this, Al-Qaeda that. Like, oh, Al-Qaeda is under the chair on your bus. Bin Laden. Bin Laden's under the chair on your bus. You know how bad Al-Qaeda was? They literally funded Al-Qaeda to go in and overthrow Syria. Mm. (laughs) They literally funded Al-Qaeda. It's called called Timber Sycamore. They funded them niggas, but it failed. The Syrian government, it like... The people fuck with the government, like um, Bashir al-Assad is the is the president of Syria, mm. and it's actually it's not like it's not like Iraq or no it's it's more like Iraq but not really it's not like Iran where it's like a theocracy basically or or Saudi Arabia where there's vast differences between Iran and Saudi Arabia as well but um it's it like literally it looked like a Western country mm. operated like a, like women didn't have to wear hijabs they could have regular jobs and shit. This, that like it was becoming more democratized and what we call westernized and shit like that. It was it was evolving. It was allowed to evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, you had like just the, you just had an election where ninety percent of the people were vote, voted this nigga back in <laughs> as president. And then on top of that, like it made the Western powers look so bad because they was running this propaganda about how this guy is a brutal dictator. His people don't like him because he brutalizes them. He brutalizes women. That, you notice they say the same shit about every leader they want to overthrow. He brutalizes women. Mm-hmm. He kills his own people, X, Y, and Z. They know niggas going to fight for the pussy. Yeah. So <laughs> literally they closed down. So you have, so whenever you have like a refugee crisis, like people will, if, if there's like an election, they go vote at their, at the, I think it's called the embassy. In the country, you know, in the country there. So the yeah. Syrian embassy in France and, and a lot of the Western countries like France, Germany, they closed down the voting polls because people was voting for this nigga. <laughs> the nigga that wow. was propagandizing the whole time. And, and that shit was not working closed, at yeah, all. They closed down the embassy so they couldn't vote. <laughs> and, wow. and literally, the and that's when the press started like disseminating like, oh, like the election's rigged, this, that, the third. Like, I, it was like, oh, I thought... I thought when you spoke against elections and said when they were rigged, you're you're a right wing Trump supporting nutbag. Wow, it's crazy how niggas we, pick and choose. It's crazy how when you want to follow the military industrial complex's narrative, that's when it's okay to be against. Uh, okay, I get it. it, it America's a mafia, bro. It's literally like Goodfellas, bro. Like niggas, like you're going to do it my way, or you're going to do it my way, or you're going to do it my way, or you're going to die, literally, and we're going to make you suffer. Yeah. And then, like, but with Syria. They fought these niggas off. So literally, like, you, they was like, all right, fuck it. We're going to go the Russia route. So when the Soviet Union fell, basically, the United States did which, which, what is called the balkanization of a nation, where they had, like, these different, like, basically, like, dictators and rulers, like, you know, occupying different parts of, you know, the, Euro- uh, the European bloc, like the Soviet bloc and shit like that. So that's why you saw them going in and overthrowing a lot of these <laughs> dictators because they installed these niggas. After, uh, post the Soviet Union collapsing, well, they kind of did. They implemented the same thing in Syria, where they literally had, like, literally right now in Syria, you have people that can't go back to their homes. The war's over. They can't go back to their homes because northern Syria, specifically Idlib, is literally occupied by Al Qaeda, funded by the United States. And you know the Uyghurs they keep talking about about China. All them niggas, like a lot of them niggas, went to go do jihad in Syria, and they're literally like, you have Syrian people that's like, yeah, fuck the Uyghurs. There's a Uyghur family living in my house right now. 
It because it can't go back because it's literally if you're a woman you have to operate under sh- Sharia law. If you're like for example, there's um there's a lot of people who are um what is it called? They don't believe in Islam. They turn away mm-hmm. from Islam and shit. What's the word where you turn away from a religion? Like not or atheist or agnostic. not atheist, but they just don't follow Islam. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I forget yeah. what the word is, but. They're not part of Islam, so they you can literally get executed for that shit, especially if you speak out against it. So that's where it's like, yo, like, <laughs> and then you have the United States opera, United States and Turkey opera, you know, um, occupying different parts. Conveniently, the United States is occupying where all the oil fields are. <laughs> like literally. And gas is still three thirty five. You bro, punk bitches, bro. The first day Biden got into office, they started taking the oil out of here. The first day he got in, that was the first thing this nigga did, bro. <laughs> you, they got come over here, bro. <laughs> the first fucking day. It's so like, why is gas so hot? Huh? It's a multitude of reasons, bro. You got China doing doing their own thing. Um, the petrodollar isn't as strong is isn't as strong anymore because you have all these other different countries. That's why they're they've crippled Venezuela. So Venezuela is the largest oil reserve in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Um, Saudi Arabia is second. That's why the United States dollar is as powerful as it is because of the petrodollar. But you have China, Russia basically creating this. They're basically trying to create their own currency block and use their own currencies to trade amongst each other. Mm. So they're not like using the US. So the whole way they try to cut us out. Basically, the whole way <laughs> oil tired of your bullshit. Yeah, the whole way oil used to buy oil if you had like it was coming from Saudi Arabia usually most of the time. So you had to convert your currency to US dollars to buy that oil. That was the deal we cut with Saudi Arabia. That's why whenever Saudi Arabia wants our army, we go running to wherever the fuck it is. Mm. That's why we're in Yemen starving the fuck out of people right now and bombing children right now. Mm. But um but um, you have them creating basically this economic block amongst themselves. Like basically every country the United States doesn't fuck with, literally, minus like Venezuela, because Venezuela is like all the way on the other side of a lot of the Latin American countries are trying to get into this block, but they're easily it's easy it's easy to fuck with them. The United yeah, States to fuck right with them right, right in their backyard. Mm-hmm. But um, that was what the whole thing with Cuba was about. This blow up with Cuba and, and everything. Like literally. Bro, like the statistics on Cuba just proves everything they say about it wrong. They have a, a lower infant mortality rate than the United States, mm. and they have a higher life expectancy. We could travel there now. Yeah, and that's with the sanctions, like, like directly from America. Or do um, we- yeah, I think you can. But the only thing is, they Ooh. still they still do have sanctions on the country. What do you mean? So when you put sanctions on a country, basically, this is the most mafia shit you could ever say. Bet any American company that buys shit from them niggas. We're going to find the fuck out of you for it. And any country that buys shit from them niggas, we're going to find you for it and cut treaty or cut, like, you're not going to get... Cut ties. Cut ties with you, basically, kind of. Basically. It's like, yo, that's my ex. We don't fuck with her no more. If you fuck with her, it's beef. Basically. Because <laughs> no. uh, Cuba was basically a colony of the United States. Yeah, we don't fuck with this okay. bitch no more. So when they talk about the poverty in Cuba, when they talk about, oh, people are... Yeah, it's because you have these sanctions on the country where they can't get shit into the country to properly develop. But even through all that shit, they still have found a way to be better in some aspects than the United States. Respect. You literally have Americans that go to Cuba for healthcare. Mm. That sounds wild. I never heard of that. Yes. That's they get crazy. prescription drugs. They get healthcare. Literally, you don't have to pay anything to go there to see a doctor. Cuban doctors are known around the world as being the best doctors in the fucking world. Yeah, I never, heard, I never heard that before. That's that's in the world. Literally, when COVID broke out, 
they sent all of these Cubans. So literally, this would happen. So the the president of Brazil right now, his name's uh, his name's Jair uh, Bolsonaro. He he's basically like Brazil's version of Trump, but a little bit more extreme. Mm-hmm. And he loves Trump. So he's basically like anti-Cuba, anti-communist, like fuck Cuba. So the Cuban doctors went to Brazil and he expelled them out of the country. COVID started getting so bad in Brazil, they were begging them niggas to come back. <laughs> bro, that's my fault. I know I kicked you on some drawing shit, but we yo, really need help right now. Yo, that's sad. That's a sad story. And that's 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 what's going on with this shit. It's like you gotta read behind the lines, but people don't. And look, I know I I have more like leftist ideologies when it comes to politics and economics and shit. But it's like, nigga, take the politics and economics. This is right in your face. Like it's there. Like, dog, you, I know you saw the Bill Gates shit, the Epstein shit. Yeah. This nigga Bill Gates went on PBS that he funds, by the way, too. I, I forgot how much he gives, how much funding he gives them. So they they asked him about Epstein because they kind of had to because some shit came out basically about you know about him and Epstein and shit. Mm. And she she asked him you know just the routine questions. How did you know him? What was the nature of your relationship? Of course he bullshitted his way through it. We all know what you're, mm. it's documented what your fucking relationship is. And she was like, well, what's the lesson from this for you? He said, well, he's dead now, right? Go on live television. He's dead now, right? I think the lesson is you just you know. If you're going to lead that that type of life, there's going to be consequences. He's basically saying, yeah, we killed that nigga, bitch. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> That's hey, literally yo. what he's saying to the American hey, What are you going to do about it? <laughs> it's over with. He's it's waving over. his science dick in your face saying, what are you going to do about it? Hold you out. I own most of your farmland. I develop most of the vaccines you put in your arm. And I fuck your kids. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> That's what he said. I don't know if I can be here right now. I'm like, all right. Well, this nigga was too wild for Melinda. She was like, nigga, soon she fine with him, him going, doing fucked up shit in Africa, experimenting on Africans and shit. She fine with all the fucked up shit he do. As soon as she heard Epstein, she said, whoa, nigga, that's too. Man, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. Yo, you tripping? What do you? I think I think we're just getting hot. Uh, the block is getting hot. Getting a little too hot. How much she get? She got. She probably about to get that that that. But he's those white type. Finalized. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I mean, they still like arguing and shit. Yeah, That's why the story. Gates got Gates ain't got the Bezos money. I mean, be, when you want, I think he's third. I think it's Elon Bezos and Benno. yeah, but it's like what? I remember at one point. Fucking Bezos was like at a hundred and sixty something bill, and then fucking Gates was at like sixty or seventy or some shit like something that. Something like that. That's what I'm saying. When you get the billions. Yeah, it's a difference, but like if you got if I got double your bread, it's like she she might catch a twenty. She might catch a twenty. She might she might catch a twenty. Dog. Cause what, what, what? I'm gonna try and wife one of them bitches, what was bro. Bezos' name. <laughs> I've been trying. Don't to, be that bull. <laughs> you seen that shit when the, uh, the nigga was like Melinda. <laughs> Melinda. <laughs> Melinda. Melinda. I, I need you. you get oh my god, I got a big case that need funding, baby. What's good, Melinda? You know what I mean? I ain't gonna lie, that might be the one case where it's okay to be a hobosexual. I'm gonna look at it and be like, yo, yo, Black Lives Sorry. Matter, right, Melinda? Sorry. Black Lives Matter, yeah, right? Nigga. Keep the house clean. Being Kurt, like, yeah, I was a house husband. I need some alimony. <laughs> yeah, let's get into y'all shit. What y'all been talking about on y'all show lately, bro? Well, lately, we've been doing Reddit reviews. Really? Like, what do you mean by Reddit reviews? 
Like, like cheating, infidelity. Mm. When niggas post their stories. Yeah. Oh, they be really doing that on Reddit? Yes, yeah. bro. See, I'm a nerd, so I just be using Reddit. For, like, yes, bro. That shit, like, should bro. be so funny. It was this one, right? The title. Is it? The the um the mouth smelling. Yo, what was the title? The title. Is there uh is there any plausible reason for a person's mouth to smell like cum besides having given fellatio? Oh my god. Oh my god. Bro, Dude, are you retarded? Talking about <laughs> yes, bro. Talk about yeah. On two separate occasions after on, a night with friends. You go pull it up. I'm gonna pull, pull it up. Pull it up. Because it because it was short. It was it was short, bro. Can I get some of this? This will be fun. Hold up. Because this is one of the earlier screenshots that I still got. I just realized I had two Canadian whiskeys up here. I just realized that shit. What do you mean? This uh, Crown is Canadian whiskey. Oh, shit. I didn't know that shit. Oh, did you oh shit. This? I did not know that Remember either. I told you I took the screenshot. You ever fixed that? I usually, actually, I probably got to go look at it. I usually turn my content off. Like, I say it's not for children. I don't know why they do that. I heard that's a way they try to like get niggas shadow banned on YouTube. Like they'll change it automatically. And like basically, if you don't check every single video every oh, yeah. day, like, yeah. Word, bro. You gotta try this. It's um, I'm about to start expanding my um my liquor palette a little bit. I've been I'm about to start getting into scotch. It's this one joint called Monkey's Shoulder. Monkey's Shoulder. Monkey's okay. Shoulder. Right. I found it. I found it. Let me read this shit. Can I read it? I'm gonna read it out loud. Yeah, I'm gonna read it out loud. All right, this is the title, y'all. I might put, I might put a screen. I might send me the screenshot of this too, so I can put it up too. But mm. is there a reasonable explanation for breath smelling like semen other than the person having had performed fellatio? You trying to keep it so professional? I think he should have. Um, he should have put comma. Uh, is there an explanation of me not knowing this other than me being retarded? Uh, my wife's breath has smelled like cum a couple of times now. <laughs> We've been together for years, and this has happened twice in the last few months. The first time I shrugged it off because I didn't think she would do anything like that, and it seemed like a one-off, you know, just that it happened again and again after she got home from a night out with friends. She also came home with a tension headache. God damn. Yo, that nigga... <laughs> what the fuck? I yeah. actually asked her the second time why her breath smells like gum. She said, I have no idea. It might be the gum I'm eating. I don't know. Uh, she says she swears that it isn't gum. It's not. I've done a bit of research. You know what she should ask them? How do you know what gum smells like? Because she swallows his, probably. Yeah. I mean, I've, that, that's not. I've done a bit of research and I can't find any reason why someone's breath. Smells. <laughs> this nigga had to bro, research. Bro, bro, <laughs> bro. Would smell this way, other than having given a blowjob? Do you know why once breath might smell like semen? <laughs> yeah, hold up. Nigga, first comment: Don't kiss her until you know for sure. <laughs> bro, 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 bro. Hey yo. Bro, that was about the issue. So, like, so can I ask a question? What's up? So, outside of the obvious, this nigga might be retarded, but like, what is the likelihood that this is actually Will Smith? Hey, yo. That's for this shit. Even 50 coming at him. I'll He's like, yo, why she keep doing shit like chill, this? bro. Like, I posted this drawing on IG. It was him like dancing and shit. I'm like, damn, that nigga dancing like them divorce papers just got finalized by uh, nigga. It's like, yo, bro, why she Will keep embarrassing you? Bad, dog. 
that's why I can kind of see the narratives. So I don't know if you saw the whole shit with the Eternals and everything, but the gay nigga and he was in the movie and shit. Mm-hmm. They had a kiss in the movie. I'll say that he kissed his husband and shit like that. Whatever. I don't care about that shit. But I know some niggas do. But you got that. You know, and he's a black dude too. It's literally Paperboy from fucking yeah, what is it? Atlanta. Yeah. Then you got Will Smith out here. Like he he used to be one of the male symbols mm-hmm. of masculinity. Yeah. He you kiss him on the cheek, he's smacking you. Yo, facts. He said mm-hmm. what? I mean, it was a yeah. little bitch smack, but still, yeah, it wasn't like a rapper either. smack. You know, you know what I mean? It wasn't like like that was fifty. Like fifty might have been in jail after that shit. Mm-hmm. But just what? What? It's been, that's why I can see some of the perspectives about emasculating black men. I could kind of see it. Mm-hmm. But regardless of that, we can talk about that probably after this. Uh, that's a fucked up story. I think it's fake. I think I think it might but, be too. I mean, if it's real, it's real. I personally, like from the moment I first read it, I was like, yo, I think it's fake. <laughs> it's uh, impossible. I hope it's yeah. fake. I hope I hope it's fake. The I'm level like, of delusion yeah. is super crazy. Like you Googled on the computer. <laughs> Why does <laughs> breath smell like cum? Yeah, like, and I actually, like I actually, you, you probably only know because she probably she do that shit to you. Yeah, I actually found this on one study that said like you know there's a yeah. there's right. a latent gene within people where sometimes she probably she like probably a freak with the sloppy toppy, uh, and it's just like yo tension headaches. Yeah. it's like yo why your mouth smell like what we do? And why your neck strained and you got a headache from it? You been moving your jaw? God damn! <laughs> but see that's that's why I feel like cheating. Should not be tolerated from men. As soon as that happens, one, I feel like me personally, you need to be reevaluating yourself. Like something going on with you. Mm-hmm. And then two, just self-respect wise, no. Like yeah. no. Say it all the time. No. no don't, like don't accept you. A, a girl women, has to respect you before she loves you. Exactly. Exactly. Fuck man. At this point, dog, love is for children, bro. Straight up. Facts. Love is for children, dog. Like like all that love shit, it's just for the birds, man. Honestly, I really feel that way. I mean, I, I've said it before on our podcast. There's no such thing as unconditional romantic love. I forgot who said this shit. I think Chris Rock said this shit. He said the only. He said the only. He said no. Women and dogs are the only like people two that things. are loved. Yeah. Uncon- two things loved unconditionally. Men, there's conditions to loving you, yeah. and it's like you know. That's bars, bro. That's bars. Because I feel like when you do get get those people that, you know, that kind of have been coddled either by their family or by romantic partners and shit like that, like, they, you get, I feel like you get shit like that or close to it mm-hmm. to where it's like they just got smacked in the face by that reality, delusion. bro. Mm-hmm. By reality. And it's just like they can't accept it. But let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What creates that? What do you think creates that? I would say watch our podcast, bro. That's the whole thing we talk I watch about. it here and the there. Said, all right. I've been, dog, I've been in the comic book shit see, more, so I've been watching comic book podcasts a lot, but go ahead. I'll, I'll say this, right? Men and women have natural ways that we move. Now, we also have ways that we're taught to move, right? It's the ultimate nature versus nurture. Left to, our, left to ourselves, we're going to move a certain way. Now, relationship-wise, society comes into play. Did you have good masculine role models growing up? Did you have good feminine role models growing up? Did you see any like, like healthy relationships for you to understand what is acceptable and not acceptable? And then from that point, it's like, have you ever had any type of uh, reciprocation emotionally? 
You might got the guy that literally like never had a girl in his life, and he gets a girl, and now he just is one night. It's like how this is the only girl I'm ever gonna get. I gotta make sure this work. I'll put up with whatever. Nah, she wouldn't do that. Like that. That's when like the the confidence, the delusion, and for some people, mental health. Like so that if that story that you just read was real, then there's a mental health issue there. Like a certain level of delusion. Yeah. To of not accepting reality. Either that, or like I said, it's Will Smith. Probably. I mean, even Will Smith. Will, Will, Will Smith is what would be considered a blue pill alpha. Mm. Mm. Right? Mm. That makes sense. See, that's one of the... See, I, I've always wondered that. Because I'm like, is that possible? No, yeah, and then like, possible. when you look at see Will Smith's situation, you're like, holy fuck. But is his alpha status, was that built for him? No, that's natural. Is it though? It's I mean, what's going on? Is that the case? I mean, like, let, let, let's be real. Okay. Why would you say it's natural? Well, I say it's natural because one, he's bigger, he's taller, he's more attractive in, in a general sense. So, for I would argue, more so than your average guy, he would have more attention. But couldn't those from, niggas still have those beta traits? Though? But that, well, no, yeah, but yeah, what I'm saying, the, it's the blue pill traits, huh? That would make him an alpha, though. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking just, just, just he... natural, like literally just natural. Like if you're faster, stronger, more attractive. Okay, is, like, I, I can see aspect, it, yeah. Blue pill by mentality. And then I think that goes into him not really having a father figure growing up. Like people talk about... You didn't about, have a father figure? I thought his dad was there. Bro, well, from what Nigga, I heard... You ain't, you ain't watch Fresh Prince? Like when he cried and hung, hung hugged Uncle Phil, was like, he don't want me. I like, thought that was just the... No, that oh, shit nah, happened nah, in his nah. real life, man. When he cried, he was pulling from that shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, but based so, off a of real experience. Shout so, out to yo, shout out to shit that acting was still trash though. But see, so Pete, real quick though. So so let's let's put it together. So you have a guy who is more attractive than your average guy. He's bigger, stronger. Okay, he's doing music. So now he's getting some attention. He's skilled in that. Arguably alpha to some extent naturally. But even but then, in his raps, he wasn't really an alpha. No, no, that's not what I mean. Not like as far as being aggressive. That that's not what would make you alpha in that particular scenario. Mm, okay. It's having a skill, being better than other people, so to speak. Yeah, like I'm but better than you at rap. Okay, yeah, yeah. Whatever, we got tracks. Anyway, when it comes down to it, we got tracks. When it comes down to it, the mentality. If you grow up with a single mother, you have no reference. No, I would say most more more likely than not. Growing up with a single mother is uh, depriving you of a good reference from what a good masculine role model is. So now your mother is going to try to give you that, but she's your mother. You're learning how to be feminine, but not only that, you're learning to accept this as See, I, I had, what I it's like supposed to a, be. Yeah, I had uh, even though my like my mom was single and shit, like I was raised in like a community atmosphere, mm-hmm. so I had like. I feel like I'm a mixture of all the men that's been like that's lived in this house, like my uncles and shit, my grandfather, even my cousin to some extent. Like I've had like different masculine influences where you can definitely see the feminine traits from the single mother shit. But then like that masculine shit kicks in the gear for me because I was I was around them niggas too. So it was like, and then I had different aspects because my my uncle's like alpha, but he's like he's like a nerd like me. He's in the Star Trek and shit, this that and the third, but. He was a football coach, so he knew, like, he, because I remember one day he was talking to me. He was like, I was like, yeah, I'm, I was playing football at the time in high school. I was like, yeah, I'm a uh, nose guard. Is that defense? 
I, like, I, I, I have a lineup right in front of the center. I don't know what that's called. Oh, yeah. He was like, yeah, you need to talk to the coach and get you on the offensive side of the ball. I was like, wow. He said, you don't got the personality to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, you need to be a killer, like, straight up. Because he's yeah. he, So he, like, understands. Yeah, linebacker, you, you, you got to try to take niggas killer, out. Like, bro. no mercy. <laughs> like, that, that's your thing. I'm knocking, like, Sean Taylor, I'm knocking you to yeah, Facts. To be able to Brian put your Dawkins. force into somebody with Brian like Dawkins, fucking uh, what's the what's the other nigga name? Ray Lewis. This yeah. nigga pilled a, mu- a nigga muffin cat back blue. Still yeah, you would, you would nigga. probably be good on offense too. Yeah, you b- would. You because would. it's You're just a, like for defense, you have to though. you can't worry about the other person. It's like that Mike Tyson mentality. I would tell you. I would tell you. To I'm trying to baseball. kill niggas in the ring. I would tell you to play baseball. I don't think Brad got it for football. Bro. I don't think Brad <laughs> got for football. I don't. I'd rather like become a skinny guy and play soccer. But that's no, I'm gonna start getting into soccer, dog. I was just talking to a friend about that. I've been fucking with so I've been fucking with MMA more and, and boxing. I actually was in the conundrum this past Saturday. Yeah, this past Saturday because they had the Usman Kobe fight, mm-hmm. and I fought Usman's my favorite UFC fighter right now. But then Canelo was fighting too. Yeah, I'm like, oh fuck, what's going on? I, I, I ended up watching the the UFC cards and shit. Every single fight, it was like there was the fights were so good. It was this one the first fight on the card. Literally, that set the tone for the whole night. Every single fight on there was good, but that first fight was so fucking good. Literally, I, I think Rogan was like, yo, this is the best fight on any other card. <laughs> Literally, that's how it was a dope-ass fucking card. There was no Connor on there, none of the, no John Jones, none of that shit. Like, you had Rose, um, I forget what her name is. It was Rose something, I forget what her name Talking is. Talking about Thug Rose? Yeah, Thug Rose. It was yeah. Thug Rose versus Zhao Wei Li, the chick from China and shit. That was a good fight. That was a solid fight. You had uh, Frankie Edgar versus uh, somebody off of whatever nigga's name was. Good cards. Yo, I got a new. Uh, I got a new MMA crush. Oh, her name is Stamp Fairy. You ever heard of or Stamp Fairtex or some shit like that? I got a crush on Angela Hill because our dad was Barney Hill. I don't know who that is. Barney Hill. You know who Barney Hill is, right? No. That's the nigga that got abducted by the aliens. Him and his wife. Wow. She literally went on. So she went on Rogan's podcast. And they talked the whole like two hours. And she's like, oh, my dad's Barney Hill too, by the way. He was like, what the fuck? Why didn't you tell me that at the beginning of the podcast? Like straight up. Like her grandfather was that nigga. So she like, yeah, that's my crush. Because she has the, the aliens connection and shit. I'm like, that's bitch, funny. I'm trying to marry you and like get abducted get abducted by aliens together. <laughs> I just like the idea of having a girl who can beat bitches up and some niggas up too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Like, like uh, imagine just Amanda, like a ball. Amanda, Amanda Nunes will fuck a nigga up, bro. I feel like. I mean, yeah. yeah. Or Cyborg, too. Cyborg, like, she will fuck a nigga up. She's definitely beating all of our asses in here, bro. Yeah. If, Cy- uh, if Cyborg or Nunes walk down here, she's fucking all, us, all of yeah. us up at the same I'm, time. I'm chilling. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you know what? I'm good, too. I, I talk a lot of shit, but yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I, I, I keep, Hold on. I got to talk about you, bro. I got to talk about you and these fucking... This nigga, every time I see this nigga on Instagram or some shit, this nigga always got a different hairdo. This nigga, I forgot. I what, what the fuck? Hold on. It's been a minute. Up. I got to switch you, it up. You, you was in the plaid. You and that nigga was wearing the same plaid shirt and shit. And y'all was arguing about that shit on Instagram. Mm. Shit's recorded, y'all. It's my mans. This is the last pod. I'm about to show you. Shiz put it on IG. But I hit Shiz up and I said, I got to say, because I thought the shit was so funny. Oh my god, I gotta hear this. I was like, I was like, yo, Twan looked like he about to smack the shit out of anime at the barbecue. This nigga, I had my shit out, yo. Bro, he had the choice. I bro, he yo, dog. Yo, yo, he looked like uh yeah, what's the uncle from the proud family? (laughs) 
Bobby. He look like Bobby, Bobby if he let his hair down, nigga. <laughs> Bruh. What's funny? My sister was talking about straightening that drug. Bruh. I was like, nah, man, I still got my hair down low, bro. I'm growing it out. It's gonna take a while for it to get back to where it was. Yeah, I'm about know. to have dreads again. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna take care of it this time, bro. For real, for real. I'm gonna be picking it out. I'm just gonna Do let you it pick grow. it out right now. I kind of. Uh, nah, I don't need to. It's I brush it. Dread. I brush it. All right. But I'm about to. I want the Cornell West, bro. I want, the, I want the Cornell West. You don't know who Cornell? You know who Cornell West is? I recognize. Sounds familiar. Bro. Have you ever seen The Matrix? He was in The Matrix. He's like a. Yeah. He, he's like a black. Like he's he's like the he's he's in the politics and shit. I thought a lot. You of know people. the character's name. Cornell West. <laughs> the like, Matrix. Yeah, they literally called him Cornell West in the movie. Um, what are you talking <laughs> oh, about shit. this nigga. Oh, what the fuck? He was one of the elder niggas. The oh, that nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hold up. I'm about to Google That's what you name. want, nigga? How do you remember his character name? Because his name was literally Cornell West. I'm saying. What, how many scenes he had? Two? I, I think something like that, yeah. <laughs> nigga had two scenes. I'm a huge I'm a Matrix fan, bro. I've literally dug. I was talking to him about this shit. I think this next movie is about to be fire, bro. This next Matrix movie. Yeah. I think a lot of niggas are sleeping on it, bro. This shit's about to be fire. Like, everything I've heard about production-wise, how this movie was made, all that shit, looks like it's about to be fire. See? This is like you can't fuck it up at this point. You, but it's not. See, I feel like they put a lot. They would put a lot of work into it because they know what it is. Yeah, and I used to be a hater of the second movie, the second two movies. I used to hate those movies until I started watching them more. I started watching the like philosophical shit behind it because I didn't understand the philosophical mm-hmm. shit. Fire, they're fire. Now I don't like. I don't like the the execution of how it was handled. You feel me? Like the tone, tonistically and shit like that. Even some of the CGI was kind of wonky. Like the fight between I him. Mean, but for the time, though. For the time, yeah. But even then, I didn't like it when I saw it. Like a couple, like two years after, I think I rented them from the Middletown Library or some shit. Like mm-hmm. I didn't like the CGI. Like even then. But but regardless, regardless, like the philosophical shit they explored in the Matrix is fire. Then I watched the Animatrix too. So that shit, bro. Do you feel like niggas be talking about we live in a real matrix? I genuinely, I talk. This is another <clears throat> shit I talked to this yeah. nigga about. I really feel like we live in a simulation, bro. I really feel like that. I was watching this one PBS video. Sim- simulation how? Like, I feel like, so I don't think it's like on some computer shit. I think it's some shit that we can't comprehend because we're in it. And we, like, some of us might even be bots. Honestly, I might be a bot. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what's the difference? Like I feel like what if what if it's like legends? You remember legends? So you know how like basically Rip Hunter pulled all the niggas cause they like didn't affect the timeline and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But homegirl, what's her name? Uh Amari. She had or no, Vixen, the older Vixen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had to go back because she had a destiny. Yeah, had to what if it's like that? Mm-hmm. You feel me? What if like most of us are just here, exist like basically how we view it, but we have We've come to accept that and normalize that because that's how we've always gone about. The masses have gone about. Like, there's been billions upon, probably trillions of people that have ever existed on this fucking planet. Not all of them made a fucking difference. We only remember some niggas. There's even, now there are some niggas we forgot, maybe because of history, this, that, and the third. We don't know, like Atlantis and shit. Fucking, we don't know certain shit. The ancient African kingdoms and shit, but different reasons. But still, regardless, there's some figures that are in history because maybe that's. They're actually like, what if they're actually part of the prime consciousness or some shit? So what if like there actually are people like certain people that are better than other people? I feel are better, better, but they have they actually have a greater purpose than other people. I mean, that 
it, it's the difference between saying like, do we have free will, or is everything kind of just set in stone? But, but that's what the Matrix explores so beautifully. Because Morpheus is an important ass fucking character, mm-hmm. but Morpheus don't got shit on Trinity. She's more important than Morpheus. Well, as far as making Neo believe in himself, no. Shit. So that's where they talk. That's where they go into depth. This nigga, I keep telling you, gotta watch Matrix explain. So basically, Trinity, the love between Neo and Trinity was concocted in this iteration of the Matrix by the Oracle. So the Oracle herself is basically like Galactus or the Celestials. She's neither good nor bad. She's acting on her own volition and interest. Basically, the the original trilogy of the Matrix can basically be surmised as a chess game between the Oracle and the Architect. Mm. Well, that's kind of interesting. Because the Oracle's purpose, the Oracle's purpose was always to make the Matrix, um, to study it, to basically like lessen the amount of people that wakes that become red pills. And the later iterations of the Matrix. That's her whole purpose. Just like Neo's whole purpose, not necessarily as the one, as the one, because mm-hmm. Neo's he's not the one. He's the six, because there were five yeah. previous versions of the Matrix before him. He's actually what they call the integral anomaly. The integral anomaly basically carries this like specific, unique code and shit like that, which is basically kind of like the collective consciousness of like humanity, basically. And you got you know the but the part that like wakes people up from the matrix and shit like that he's the collective like red pill um consciousness his whole purpose though is to still feed the system because when he returns to the source the architect takes that code from him and uses it to make an even better version of the matrix the next time around Mm -hmm. the oracle basically came was coming along and saying like look this isn't good for either us or them because niggas keep waking up okay the war so it's like the architect and the oracle right so the oracle is Trying to find the weaknesses. It's like okay, the chess game that you was she's talking trying about. Trying to find. I feel like she's trying. Now this is where I put my own personal like theories in. She's trying to find. Definitely trying to find the weaknesses within in humanity, but more so on our emotional side. That's mm-hmm. why she can connect with Neo and Morpheus as a warm motherly figure. Her like her shell in the Matrix is even like an older you know motherly looking black woman, whereas the architect is this cold baking cookies. Yeah, baking cookies. That's actually I'm gonna get into that too. I'm gonna get into that too. So. When you had like the the Oracle's whole purpose is to basically like find those emotional, like to interpret and understand human emotion more so than a program like the architect can, for example. So her whole purpose is basically to make the matrix more realistic, like more realistic to keep more people in it without waking up. But her own personal thing is this isn't good for either one of us because we're like losing humans, niggas is waking up and shit. We need to come to a better catharsis between humanity and humans as a whole. Because this isn't working for either one of us. The architect is kind of mm. human, more more human than the humans, yeah. Because he's driven by ego. So in the Animatrix, they talk about how they kind of go into like the previous matrixes and shit like that. Like one of the original matrixes, because the original matrix was actually made by humans to try and control the machines and convert them, mm. which had actually worked. But then, as like programs develop and evolve and shit, it evolved to basically take over the the, the human matrix from the humans. But basically, the original matrix that the machines created was a paradise, but it was too perfect and a whole bunch of people kept fucking waking up. The architect basically reacted as a human would, an emotional human. He said, oh, I'm a, my, this this isn't good enough for you guys? All right, fuck it. I'm going to make a nightmare matrix and make this shit horrible for you. Fuck y'all niggas then. That didn't work. And so you got good and evil and they're trying to find the balance, the balance by of it. fighting each other. Exactly. That's why I wouldn't be surprised if they introduced aliens in this film. Basically, Yo, I got a like, question. No. So let's say very first matrix, right? Robots put all the humans under. Who got out the first person? Hmm? 
who got out the first person? As in, like, like we watched. Who's the first person to wake up? Yeah, yeah but it's like, like we the chose see... one. The integral anomaly. Mm-hmm. So when he goes back to the source, his whole thing is to take. Because remember, he said when you go, when you if you walk through this door, uh-huh. you go back to Trinity, and basically you end your whole species. Or you walk through this door to the source of the Matrix, and you choose. I think it was like seven females and like five males, uh-huh. and you basically restart the new Zion. Oh. Yeah. So it's a, that's why I'm saying Morpheus is still, in a sense, a bot because he's still following a prophecy made by the Oracle, who's just a deeper layer of control. Mm-hmm. So literally, that's why in the Matrix too, when Neo's having the conversation with like the elder nigga and shit like that, he was like, he was like, these machines keep us alive. These machines are trying to kill us. He was like, like, what's the difference between these two machines? He was like, well, we control these. He said, but the concept of control, what is that? Just because we could turn them off, that's fucking control. And then that goes deeper with the Merovingian speech. When the Merovingian describes power and control basically as niggas who have power and niggas who don't. That's why you, y'all come here to me without power and expect me to relinquish control to you. But mm-hmm. that's where you were talking about the cookie with the Oracle. Mm-hmm. That goes into the Merovingian. Because basically the Merovingian told this nigga the Oracle manipulated you to love Trinity through that fucking cookie. So what did he what what did he show what did the Merovingian show them in the restaurant? He showed them that code can be altered through things like food within the matrix. Mm-hmm. When he sent the chick the cake, he made her horny and then he went to the bathroom and fucked her. Mm-hmm. So he basically as like a, a cynical joke to Neo's fucking face, basically said, "Yo, you're still being in control, you bitch ass nigga." And then it got yeah. and then it got cemented when he went and talked to the architect and realized, "Oh shit, the Oracle is another form of control." Uh-huh. That's why when um, Morpheus, so Neo, that's why Matrix Reloaded, the second Matrix mm-hmm. and the first Matrix are inverses of each other. So it's Morpheus waking Neo up to the truth of reality, but. Um, Neo waking Morpheus up to the fact that he's still in the system and form of control. Mm. <laughs> that is, oh, yo, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, dog. that's deep. That is deep the, as fuck. Bro. The saved and the savior get switched. Yeah, but that's the thing. But that's where I fuck with Dune too. I've been, I, like I've been following the mythology of Dune, and Dune is about basically being against the worshiping of like figures that present themselves in these savior-like um, ambiances. That's why I, I'm kind of starting to not fuck with Star Wars a lot mm. because basically George Lucas took Star Wars and literally like like made it the thing that Frank Herbert was critiquing within Dune, which was the savior complex. You know, this guy's going to save us all, this, that, and the third. And it creates hope within humanity. It's an artificial thing. That's basically what the, mm. article, what the Oracle what created in Morpheus in order for Morpheus to serve his purpose and her overall plan and her chess game against the architect. That's a lot of shit. The Matrix is fire, bro. The Matrix. Is the Matrix fire. is fire. I mean, fire. I don't peep it. You ain't peep. No, I watched the first three. I'm talking okay. about the new one. Oh yeah. But people forget the only reason why Zion wasn't wiped out was because they had the problem with Smith. No, <laughs> Smith was a new thing. Like that, he was the he could have killed everybody basically the human, the the machines, mm-hmm. and the humans. So that's the that's the reason why Zion was uh, was spared. So they didn't reboot. Well, the Matrix still did reboot because in a sense, Neo did return to the source, but not in the normal way the one usually does. Like 
he chose Trinity. Like we saw that in the second movie, he chose to save Trinity. Mm -hmm. That was part of the Oracle's plan to basically bring the machines to the table, basically to manipulate events to the point where they got with Smith. That's why when Smith showed up, she knew what was going to happen and she had to let that happen. Mm -hmm. But that's why she wanted to protect. That's why I think the little girl from the third movie is going to be so fucking important because I think we saw an older version of her in the trailer. And what was, what did she do in the Matrix? And this is why thematically, like people are like, this doesn't even look like the old Matrix anymore. There's a reason for that. They did it in the third she movie. She changed the color. She of the changed Matrix. the color palette of the Matrix by making a sun in honor of Neo. So that's why the whole color palette of the that's why the whole color palette of this new film looks different than the old films. Mm. It's not like the green hue anymore. Yeah, because they entered since Neo returned and gave that code back to the source. They adopted that and the different programs did their jobs and shit like that and made the Matrix look more realistic. They brought more color to it. And now I think they're going to explore like the whole um, aspect of technology within the Matrix it itself. And I think we're going to get into like multiverse shit with like multiverses within the Matrix, but the different multiverses being different matrixes so remember when neo went to see the architect mm -hmm. and you saw like those bare constructed doors and shit like that like they didn't they didn't have frames around them what if those were different versions of the matrix that weren't finished mm -hmm. they were literally like basically universes in a sense that the machines or the architect was creating mm -hmm. fire bro fire mm -hmm. it's literally like the celestials and shit that's why you gotta see eternals bro eternals Eternals, bro, that Eternals shit. Eternals is fire. Eternal, it was good. Like I said, I feel like I'm going right, to review it in the most non-spoiler way I can. I feel like they the philosophical shit they explored within the film was very shallow because it's, it's a Marvel film and they didn't have a... It would have been better as a Disney Plus show I, by, by far. I, I've heard that. It would have uh, been better as a before. Disney Plus show. But what they gave us in the film was still dope. Like the character, intricate, the character, you know, the how the characters interact with each other, mm -hmm. like the schisms they have that obviously this isn't a spoiler, but they're separated in modern times. Yeah. What the, the catalyst of that happening was so fire, bro. And I'll just say this Dru Druid is my favorite character in that film, bro. Which Druid is my favorite character. Who is it? That's the nigga that controls people with his mind and shit mm -hmm. like that. Like you see him in the trailer, like he he it looks like he's in like a dojo or some shit when he walks out. This nigga, all right, I'm gonna spoil one scene and that's it. Something happened where they were about to do something to a character that would have changed them completely and like off rip when they said they were gonna do this to this character. He said, Fuck no, you're not gonna do that to her. Like stood his ground. Now, no, Icarus is like Superman in this shit. He can literally Fuck all them up by himself, literally by himself. He could fuck all them niggas up. Mm. This nigga Icarus was, and he was like, he was like, fuck this. Like, you're not going to do that to her. And I'm actually like abandoning our mission. Like, we're not supposed to interfere with like humans and shit. Guess what? I'm going to. Icarus was like, no, you're not. And he got in his face. He said, nigga, you're going to have to kill me. Like, look at him in his face. Like, you're going to have to kill me. Mm. <laughs> Straight up. That nigga was What's like, up? Yeah. And I'm going to pause here because the battery's going dead for my camera. For real. Yeah. But Eternals was dope. And yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna see it. Cause I've heard some good shit. I mean, besides the whole lack of action, I heard the only it's problem. Not a lot of action. This is like yeah. literally eighty percent dialogue. So mm. I I heard the only problem was that they didn't go further with the dialogue mm -hmm. and like dive into each character. It would have been better as a show. So yeah. Been here with the big cap, my guys. Thank big cap, NBA's big cap, no big bullshit. I'm link. I, I kind of got to rush the outro because the camera about to go dead any second. I'm gonna link all y'all socials down below. Just send them to me, but definitely go to YouTube, type in the big cap, and you'll find their shit. 
You already Thank know. You, Look, guys. subscribe. Yes, sir. And subscribe to New Age Studios as well. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and peace. peace. You already know. Boom. Your charger kit. Um, I literally. That's one of the things I just ordered. That 